Good morning. Before we get into the Bible Reading Plan podcast, I wanted to give a disclaimer that this podcast was recorded before the coronavirus pandemic. Since then, we have changed our rhythms of gathering, and any announcements during this podcast may be incorrect. So for any announcements or logistics mentioned in this podcast, please double check against the website, victorypoint.org. Thanks. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Well, it is Thursday. Good morning. I'm Brendan, and I want to welcome you to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. And this week, our guest is Pam Dreyer. Good morning, Brendan. (laughs) It's a good day. It is a good day. Um, Hopefully, it's still a good day on the 2nd of April. We're recording this back in, is it still February? It's still February, Okay. Sorry, everybody, but... It's just the way it works. <laughs> um, so today we're going to read uh, the scripture and reflect on it. Um, I think I'm going to do this one. This, uh, yesterday we read Philippians 2, and today we're going to read Philippians 1, verses 1 through 11. Great. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father in the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about you, to think this way about all of you, because you hold me in your heart. For all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with the knowledge and full insight to help you determine what is best, so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless." having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. What is grabbing you about this passage, Pam? I love verse 6 because... Okay, what's verse 6? I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Christ Jesus. I love that God doesn't give up on me because... There's days when I don't feel like I'm making much progress, but um, I love this. I am confident of this. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it just gives me hope. So sometimes in your life, there are things where it feels like, okay, I finally made progress on this, and then it's two steps back. Yes. One step forward, two steps back. Yes. You start to give a little glimmer of positive progression, motion, answered prayer, things that 
you go, oh, I finally accomplished this or I, I succeeded or I made progress. Right. And then all of a sudden something else happens right. and it takes that away. Right. You know, when is this ever going to go anywhere for yeah. real? When yes. are we ever going to get anywhere? Yeah. And you're saying a passage like this, I'm confident that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. That's encouraging mm-hmm. to you. He doesn't give up on me, which is great. And I can look like sometimes day by day, you just go, what this? what is this? But if I'm going 10 years ago to now, yeah, I can see where God's worked in my life and is, you know, is doing a good work. So I like to do that when I get stuck in that place of going, oh, yesterday or today, I'm just, I feel like I've failed so many times. But if I look back, 10 years ago or five years ago, even a year ago, I can see God's doing a good work mm-hmm. in me. So, yeah. yeah. You think about the, the scope of eternity. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's saying he's going to bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. That's right. Hopefully that's soon. Right. Yes. But um, it could be a long way off. Mm-hmm. We're talking about eternity there, but in light of that, you know, 10 years is nothing. Right. 50 years is nothing. 100 years is nothing. Right. Um, and yet we are so forgetful. Mm-hmm. Like even a few weeks ago or mm-hmm. months ago, I mm-hmm. forget yeah. what I was praying for or what my situation yes. was or the things that were bothering me then. I mean, if, if I look back at my journal entries, um, it's almost humorous how much things bothered me Right. that – don't bother that I go, that should never have bothered me. Exactly. You know, I was, yes. I was wringing my hands over this and I was, and then nothing ever, mm-hmm. it never mm-hmm. came to what I thought mm-hmm. it was going to come yeah. to. I yeah. mean, um, God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you look back and you go, wow, the, the things that I get so worked up about, um, God takes care of right. in, in his wisdom. Yes. Um, but I can also take a verse like that and say, that's really frustrating too. I mean, the things I'm working really hard towards and I really want to see prayer for, he's saying, are going to be brought to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. What about right now? <laughs> right. Patience is not our virtue. Yeah. For sure. I know. Yeah. Yes. That does get very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yes. It can be a little bit, yeah, be a, be a bit of a downer. Yeah. Yeah. For God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. That's the, one, the part that stuck out to mm. me. The compassion of Christ Jesus that Paul carries in him, his longing for people in yeah. Philippi, yeah. Um, who he is poured out to. He says he's constantly in pray in prayer mm-hmm. with joy for every one of them, um, and uh, he shares in the gospel with them. Um, he's he has faith and hope for them, but it seems like his heart is just bursting. For these people, mm-hmm. he loves them mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. and um, and it reminds me of the passages we've been reading, which talk about you know like that um, the Psalm thirty one one on Tuesday, talked about sorrow, yes. right? Yes. Um, and I forget who is who I was reading about this. I wish I had a better memory, by the way. <laughs> Because things are just in my brain. I don't know where they came from. It used to be a lot better. This did not come from me. But um, someone said, uh, love is a kind of sorrow, a kind of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, Because love is like an aching Mm -hmm. for something Mm -hmm. or someone Mm -hmm. that you can't get over. Mm -hmm. Love kind of hurts. 
There's and a song like that, right? Love hurts. Is there really? <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, I'm dating myself, but yeah. Who's it by? I don't know. I'm not good at that. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, amnesia goes both ways, I guess. Yes, it does. <laughs> There's things that have been said by other people. <laughs> no, these people are. Our song. Uh, yep. Um, but I think that's true. I, I, I think Paul probably is heartbroken mm-hmm. over the Philippians, not because things aren't going well, but because he longs to be with them. Yeah. He, um, I, my family is in California mm-hmm. and I love them, mm-hmm. but it, it hurts me that they're in California mm-hmm. and we can't be together. Mm-hmm. But I have, it's like, I long to be with them, but I know that that's never going to be the way that I dream it or, or hope for it to happen until the day of Jesus. Right. You know? Right. Um, uh, but even, even uh, my friends or my wife or my family who's close by, mm-hmm. there's still a distance to be overcome that will never be fully there mm-hmm. um, because of our sin nature, yeah. because of our fractured communities, because of differences of opinion yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think love is the desire to overcome those boundaries mm-hmm. and um, lay yourself down in, in, in doing so. But I think that's um, maybe what, Paul is experiencing here is this longing for the church to be united once again, to be united with these people that he loves so much. Yeah. I think that the letter, when they received this letter, they were probably blessed by it, you know, to hear that someone's actually, you know, praying for them Mm -hmm. for these things, I think would be very um, helpful. Encouraging. Encouraging. Yes. Yeah. And especially we're talking about, um, we're in, we're in the season of Lent. We're getting towards the end of Lent Mm -hmm. and, um, and for those of us who've been fasting, it gets long mm-hmm. and tiring mm-hmm. and how good it is to know that we're being prayed for, right. that we have each other, that we have hope in Jesus. And these are things that sustain us mm-hmm. right. through it all. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Anything else you want to say about this passage? Nothing else. I think we probably said all there is to say I about this passage. I think we pa- have. <laughs> well, we can't. Maybe someone else still might have another yeah, someone, um, someone something else. else. Yep, yep. Well, if you have some thoughts, please send us an email or leave a voice message. We'd love to include it. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow when we are going to be reading Psalm 18, 118, Psalm 118. All right. See you tomorrow. Before we end the podcast, I want to start a time of listener response, meaning we have received a couple of emails from you guys, and I'm going to read those out, some comments and questions and such from previous episodes. So here we go. Here's an email from Steve Durr from yesterday. Brendan, I had two questions based on the podcast from this week. Number one, do you have the class bunny for the duration of the school closures? If so, you might want to buy a new bunny for the class because if it was hard for Grace to give up the bunny after two weeks, I can't imagine how hard it will be after this extended closure. Thank you for that question, Steve. I will respond to that one before I move on to the next question. The answer is yes, we got the bunny. Um, Rachel volunteered our family um, without asking me. No, I'm just kidding. I think she asked me. I forget. Anyway, we have the bunny and it's great to have the bunny in the house because it adds a little bit more of a social dynamic to our household while we are quarantined. So yes, we got the bunny and Grace is very happy. Thanks for asking. Number two, although I must admire your dedication to April Fool's Day jokes, despite that your approach is a bit dark, smiley face, 
I'm hoping that in light of the current climate, you were a little more restrained this year, or at least avoided jokes about viruses stuck at home for extended periods of time, or even toilet paper. Smiley face. Thank you, Steve. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I was pretty, I, I had a couple of ideas um, for some of the people who are listening to this podcast, and I decided to not act upon my ideas. Um, and um, I'm, I just chuckle thinking about the things I was planning on doing. Um, but I'm not going to do that. What I did do with my daughters this morning is we took, um, we turned the dining room and kitchen into the bathroom. And we turned the bathroom into the kitchen. So I took the shower curtains, we hung them on the window. Um, we took the, the loofahs from the shower and put them uh, hanging from the, the light in the kitchen. We um, took the, the ketchup and mayonnaise out of the fridge and switched them with the shampoo and conditioner from the shower. And we did various other things like hanging the bath towels on the oven instead of the kitchen towels. So things like that. Oh, and we turned the milk pink um, all before Rachel got up. And when she got up, she was hilariously laughing. No, she was not. She was a tad bit annoyed and amused and it was slightly funny for her, but not nearly as funny as it was for me. <laughs> so thanks for that uh, email, Steve. Uh, and then uh, I was chatting with Lori DeVisser and I asked, she was saying that she um, appreciated the, um, the question of who is, who exemplifies humility for you from yesterday's podcast. And she sent me uh, a text about that and I responded and I said, um, could you think of anybody who is exemplifies humility? And here's what she said. My best friend, my best friend from college is definitely a person that exudes humility. She is someone that is always thinking of others, has such a servant's heart, is kind in so many of her actions towards others. She had made, she has made that has taught me a tremendous amount over the years and impacted my own faith journey in so many ways. The other person that comes to mind would be my grandfather. He is no longer with us on earth, but he was definitely a person of humility with a servant's heart. He was an elementary principal in the Holland school system for a long time. And when I meet people who knew him, they still comment on his wonderful acts and the way he was just genuinely loving kids and families. It was nothing for him to feed kids at his own house or take kids home when parents had problems and work with family who struggled. Such a man of God and one who lives on in so many ways, despite his earthly life being done. So thanks, Lori, for uh, sharing with us um, somebody that you consider to be humble. And um, I just want to encourage anyone else out there who's got reflections from any of the podcasts, send me an email or give me a call or leave a voice message by clicking a link and uh, we'll be sure to include it. So thanks, everybody, for sending things in. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.